We weren't recording that whole time. Told you, two bottle podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome, everybody, to the Messengers Podcast. I am Chris Searles. With me today is Rob Seifert, our creative director here at Searles Graphics. Say hi to the people, Rob. Hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about clarity uh, in your advertising. Um, we kind of uh, we deal with this in different forms, I think, uh, all the time, whether it's for clients, whether it's for ourselves. Um, we, there's a, um, a fight that tends to occur. Uh, and again, I, you know, even with ourselves internally, um, in terms of trying to be creative or trying to, um, do too much in an ad or in a marketing piece, uh, rather than just kind of being clear and concise and to the point and, and, um, you know, having focus. Uh, I know from our standpoint, usually internally, it's Rob who is significantly more creative than I am. And, uh, you know, me who, you know, coming from a background in software engineering, I'm I'm a little more linear in my thought process and and, uh, just a lot more kind of um, structured and organized, I guess. Well, I'm not really that organized, but um, but in the way that I think uh, versus the way that you think, we tend to come from a completely different approach in terms of what we do. And it's not that I don't yeah. want to be creative and it's not that you don't want to be clear and concise and to the point. Um, sometimes you end up mm-hmm. going a little too far on the creative side and I end up going a little too far on the uh, simplicity, right. simplistic side, um, which I think is why it tends to work a lot, you know, when sure. we collaborate because we kind of tend to, to be able to come together and meet in the middle and right. find a way to do something that's creative but also clear and, and to the point. And, right. um, you know, we see it a lot in clients, too, where uh, sometimes, you know, it's not really that fight between creativity and, and um clarity it's it's a fight in focus and trying to say you know we're not going to jam pack every service that you do Mm -hmm. into this tiny little ad because it's just ends up over overwhelming the eye and the mind and there is no focus and there's nothing that's going to draw somebody's attention to it and and we definitely have to have that conversation a lot too sure i mean i mean just getting back to what you were saying initially, <clears throat> there's a huge benefit, I think, to uh, collaboration between two people like us that think differently in terms of creativity and, and, and clarity. Um, I mean, I learned about it w- when I went to college. Uh, there was actually a course about it, and it was taught by two professors, and one was uh, an art director, and the other one was an account manager. Hmm. And they taught together this course, and talked about this specifically about the battle between them and that you get the best product from looking at it from both sides and that it's you know essential most ad agencies deal with this you know on a consistent basis where you know you can't really let a creative have free reign because the message can become too convoluted but um, you want it to be interesting and creative and exciting in right. the same respect yeah look at like um, 
I think one of the best examples across the board is Geico, right? And what they do with their advertising, everything is, it's super creative. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, you know, the, the whole caveman right. commercial, you know, that whole concept was extremely creative in its, uh, in its kind of design and in its execution. I mean, they, sure. they, I mean, it's just fantastic across the board, but at the same time, save 15, you know, you save 15% or more, you know, in 10 minutes or whatever, you know, sure. the, 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 the line is, yeah. um, you know, to 10 minutes could save you 15% or more in your car insurance is just, I mean, you can't get any more clear than that. So there's something that grabs your attention and there's something creative that people, that's going to be memorable and, and, you know, sticky. Uh, and then there's the portion of it that's just clear straightforward to the point it's right. not you know we're not overcomplicating anything yeah. it's you know the you can save money on your car insurance just if you give us 10 minutes yeah you know? i mean bringing that up it reminds me of um uh, i had worked on uh, uh early when i worked here um in my creative years when i was a young was man. that like 40 50 years ago <laughs> longer <laughs> than that i uh I, we had a, a, a local bank that was an account, and they wanted us to do a brochure uh, for people to update their information. So I created a brochure, and on the cover of the brochure, I had a picture of a werewolf, and it said, go through any changes lately, something to that effect, the copy <laughs> said. But, the, but it was a bank, so yeah. uh, the bank loved the creativity of it, but they just felt it was, you know, too much to put on their counters in the bank uh-huh. a picture of a werewolf on, <laughs> on a brochure to update information so you know it, well we got in trouble a little bit one time not really in trouble but right um we had a one a, time <laughs> well it could have been more than that but you know where we did a um i mean i still i mean it was it was so ridiculous in in, con- in its concept mm-hmm. that for anybody to take it seriously i think but i can see i guess where we had somebody complain about it, and, mm-hmm. and um, but we did a uh, we had done the our ugly baby campaign, right? Which okay. was um, uh, That's how do you tell somebody their their baby's ugly? And we kind of right. um, you know that was our our take on when clients come in and. Uh, you know, they have something that they've worked really hard on, you know, a logo or a look or, mm-hmm. a, you know, a brand. And, and, you know, objectively, anybody that looked at it knows it's ugly. It's poorly it's done. really right? not, yeah. not going to do it. But this person is extremely proud of it. And kind of how do you how do you navigate that situation? Right. And that how do you was, tell them their baby is ugly? Right. That and was that was, you know, idea. so we had done that campaign. Right. And then we did... I'm trying to remember what I know what the I, the image I have in my head. I'm trying to remember what the headline was around it um, for the uh, uh, the dog the bride. wedding. Yeah, yeah, that was the image. The yeah, the image was basically we took a we took a a bride and a gown and completely removed her head and put a bulldog in there, um, and yeah. it was it was kind of I. I think i remember being along the same lines where it was you know it was something like if uh, you're making a commitment to a you know to a uh, you know an advertising campaign or a marketing campaign that you don't want to you don't want a ugly bride kind of like an ugly baby you don't want to you know you don't want to be married to an yeah ugly you don't want to be married to to 
something that doesn't that's yeah. not <laughs> was, that was a few years ago yeah now really wouldn't fly but yeah yeah it was yeah that's 10 years ago maybe but right. um but again you know i mean it was so ridiculous in its execution that we kind of felt like that you know come on you're not we're not shaming any it's not like we took a real woman and right. decided like you know and everybody here found it i mean even the women that work here thought it was funny and creative and yeah um you know photoshop fun but it's certainly one of those things where you can see maybe yeah and maybe the the um the creativity in that maybe kind of took over in terms of the clarity of the message that we really wanted to get through and Mm. um but that's I don't know. It's always one that I can remember <laughs> that yeah. we did. Well, maybe that one. Nobody took of... offense to the ugly baby. Yeah. And we really doctored that baby up pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can. I see where you can certainly get in more trouble on the creative end than than mm-hmm. being more uh, clear with your advertising. You know. Yeah, I was like the. Um, uh, I think a, another one of my favorite examples of that kind of perfect marriage between the creative the creative and the the uh, messaging side of it is absolute vodka right i mean there's nobody that doesn't remember or at least nobody that's mm-hmm. that's of a certain age that doesn't remember the absolute vodka campaigns sure. um and i mean it doesn't get any more clear than that every one of them was a vodka bottle it was an, a bottle yeah. of absolute it had the name right on it you know absolute whatever mm-hmm. um but super creative in right. in execution and how they did it and um you know certainly made a point and, and got through but was nobody yeah. you couldn't question what the ad was for yeah um, i mean i remember i had a, I, I mean at least one friend who used to collect the ads I mean, literally would rip them out of yeah. out of magazines because they were. I mean, it, they were works of art, basically. Yeah. It's you a know? textbook ad campaign. I was taught about that uh, in college too. I mean, I'm sure people still are. It's it's a, a perfect marriage of the two, I think, and just really shows you how the, you know, those executions can work in in creative ways and and be very clear. Um, you know, huge branding campaign with that whole thing. It was just you know very well done that's what people strive to do in their advertising you know try to reach something like that where it's really you know super creative and clear (laughs) yeah well and that's you know the the um the other kind of i guess the other Mm -hmm. side of this episode and and the way that i introed it is um when you have something that that is kind of just designed to be clear and to the point, but isn't because there's too much going on. There's, you know, we've struggled with that in our own advertising in mm-hmm. particular because we do a lot of things here. You know, it's hard to kind of nail down what we do. And for a long time, we, we tried to find ways to represent the kind of complete picture of what we do, mm. um, you know, from, from a marketing standpoint. Uh, but doing that in a way that was clear to people who might not know what they would get from a really comprehensive marketing company. Because usually, you know, you deal with a, a, a marketing firm, mm. they're kind of doing your creative and they're they're right. coming up with your campaigns. But, you know, when it comes to actually printing or mailing or, or 
building your website or you're executing a lot of those campaigns, that all gets outsourced to, you know, one to a printing company, another to, um, you know, a tech firm, another to, you know, and for, for us, having all of that in-house was difficult to try to differentiate yeah. what we do and who we are. Um, and, you know, really what we were pushing was the right everything under one roof and the ease of just knowing that if something's wrong with, with the way that a print piece came out or sure. whatever, you know you have one phone call to make and, and there's right. one place that's going to answer for it or... Uh, if we have tight deadlines on things, you know, the fact that we can control uh, right. from top to bottom, we can control that production schedule. We know, I mean, you know, if if it comes down to, hey, we got to get it done, then we can have our production staff work overtime and get it done. Yeah. You know, where a traditional marketing agency doesn't really have that kind of control. Mm. Um, and we, we've struggled. We, and we did struggle for a long time trying to represent all of that. Uh, and really, finally, what we kind of came down to is we we just kind of can't. Right. You know, we we need to be a little more focused in our approach and in the way that we market ourselves, um, and you know, and and maybe market some of the benefits. That's it. Um, exactly. In general, of of working with us, whether it's you know, meeting deadlines or you know, some of that kind of stuff. How we make it easier for clients rather than the specific services. Yeah. You know, and and. Um, but we see it a lot with with clients and it's a lot of what we struggled with where you know we didn't want to if we put an ad together we didn't want 12 bullet points on yeah well we do this we do this we do this we do this and we so we struggled with trying to come up with a way um either graphically or or um, verbally to to wrap all that into a nice neat little container because we Mm. wanted to be clear in our messaging but really couldn't figure out a way to do that mm-hmm. um, because it's I still stand by that it's probably near impossible to do that in in a short form right ad um, but we see it a lot with our clients too sure. where it's you know all right you gotta you know <clears throat> make sure you let people know we do this 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 is this and you know you end up with an ad that's all text and it's nobody's nobody's gonna read that that's not gonna grab somebody's attention it's not gonna be effective um, you know, that would be like Geico at the end of that commercial going through, hey, we do car insurance and we do homeowners insurance and we do motorcycle insurance and we do that, you know, and kind of right. where that's not going to stick. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of clients, I think, that have this same issue where their services list is huge and they want to list everything they can. But you really have to sway them away from that in terms of their advertising and marketing I mean, they can put a list of their services on their website, but it doesn't have to be in every ad. It's just too much clutter and too much information. And I think um, a big part of what I've learned over the years in in terms of that is it's a common uh, desire, right? And and it even comes down to not even just service lists, but, but who is going to get that piece of marketing material mm-hmm. um you know who are we targeting and the the desire from most people i think it's the, the kind of really natural to say well i want to reach as many people as possible with as much of what i do as possible because that's going to cast the widest net and bring me the the best results when the reality of that is the complete opposite you know that's when you try to reach everybody you end up reaching nobody mm-hmm. um but if you kind of could narrow that down and say, well, instead of 
telling everybody about everything that we do. Let's start segmenting what you do and targeting individuals that are going to be interested in each one of those particular things. That's when you really are going to start delivering results because then it's a clear message to a highly targeted audience versus a, a cluttered message to everybody. Right. And doing it in a creative way is the challenge. I mean, that's what, you know, for me, that's what it is, is reaching them, you know, with that creative message. And I know, you know, we've gone a little bit back and forth with things in the past where, you know, I kind of feel it's okay to make the end user think a little bit when they're looking at an ad. Maybe you're using a metaphor or creative copy that that's not direct and to the point. Um, and, uh, in what we do internally, I mean, this is kind of where we started the whole thing is we would have a conversation in it and you would want the message much clearer to the point. And in my opinion, I would think that it was just a little boring and uncreative to yeah. do that. And, and it's that middle ground that you, we really need to try to achieve in everything we do. Yeah. And, and to from that standpoint too i know that your opinion on that when it comes to the way that we market ourselves is different than it would be for certain clients too because mm-hmm. because our our ability to be creative is part of what we sell sure and i understand that from your standpoint too where um you know that's part of what we're showcasing mm-hmm. is you know if if we kind of put out something that's just kind of boring and to the point uh it might help sell maybe a particular service but it doesn't really showcase what we can do from a a creative aspect and a creative approach and um you know and and so i understand your struggle when it comes to that too because uh because i feel the same way where you know i i want it to be creative and clear Mm. and to the point um to me i always kind of feel like if it's not clear then you've kind of lost everything mm-hmm. where um you know that that ideal scenario obviously is the the creative clear message mm-hmm. um to me i always default to well if you can't find a way to be creative and clear then be clear mm-hmm. you know make sure people know what you are offering and why it benefits them to to buy that service but um but yeah i mean we do we and it takes us usually a long time to come up with to to collaborate because there's a there's a lot of back and forth that goes into it well that's a challenge for me you know it's a i'll come up with something a creative headline or a you know a graphic that's you know maybe it is a metaphor or something like that and to me it's completely clear Mm -hmm. but then when we go over it together you bring it up that it's not and that's kind of where I'm I you know I have to step outside myself for a minute and say could this not be clear to somebody else besides a creative person or me you know right well and that that's um really touches on I think it was two weeks ago three weeks ago the episode that we did um about who the target of your marketing is too and that's an important portion of what we're talking about here is if you're trying to reach 
creatives and people who are creative themselves mm -hmm. then kind of erring more towards the side of creativity over clarity might actually be a good approach i mean that might be your way of grabbing that person's attention and you know really kind of bringing them into that journey with you where you know if if you're looking for somebody who is just looking they have a you know kind of a simple problem that needs to be solved and they're just looking for somebody that can solve that problem right it's like um uh, we actually we were talking recently i was showing you an ad uh, that i get from a tree service in right. my area a guy that cuts down trees and you know grinds stumps and um and the 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 graphical representation is terrible i mean it looks it's not good looking um and the, the i mean it's corny and you know but it but it works because of all those things you know mm -hmm. it's it's it certainly isn't the way that i would represent our business but it's memorable and it kind of just gets the point across and the bottom line is it's it's a tree and it needs to get cut down and this guy can cut down that tree right so it doesn't need to be super creative and it doesn't need to be you know the the kind of the corniness factor makes it a little stickier and it's something that you know that is going to be a little more memorable because of that um so i think that's important is is you know know your your target and your audience too and know right. which of those is going to resonate more with that audience based on what you sell and who you're trying to reach right don't do a werewolf ad for a bank <laughs> that's the idea i think that's a good way to good way to wrap it up <laughs>